This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. All right, ready to roll. Hey, welcome to the Two Bobs. I'm Rob. Rob. And I'm Robert. You're listening to episode 205 from Monday, February 13th, 2023. This week on the Two Bobs, we're going to talk about, as always, the beer we're drinking. And if that wasn't crazy enough, we're going to talk about, I am Batman. Aloof, a signal, assault with a deadly plunger, poultry pummeling person, and uh, clean the house. <laughs> oh, you're gonna, <laughs> have you already decided that other story's out? <laughs> We're going to have to see. We're going to have to see. You're going to get one of those two stories. We'll see how yeah. I feel. Four episodes in a row. Is it? Yeah. I, Remember last week, I drunkenly made the reference that... <laughs> That this would be four episodes in a row if we recorded this week, and mm-hmm. here we are. Here we are, and it was a late, a late, uh, a last minute decision, I guess I should say. You text yeah, me kinda... on the way home. What day are you going to record? I can do today. <laughs> okay. You want... Well, that'll be and, about and... an hour and a half from now. But yeah, I'll, I'll get home and do it. That's fine. Well, and in hindsight, I was thinking, you know, we should have had this conversation yesterday. Then, but if you it, had limited. I started looking at my schedule for the week, and I'm like. Like basically tonight or Friday will work, and I'm like, well, like Friday would be okay too, but you know, I like uh, contingencies. Yeah, and this is working out, so you know, and turns out we could have both used a beer. Oh shit! Hey bartender, another beer. Oh, what are we doing? We're drinking beer. Yep. Okay. What is floating around? Yeah, that's fine. I'll right. put my. So, I'll update the note while you're while you're talking. I, I, yeah, I was undecided I still, until this. Yours still, your still says chonk cherry drumstick, which is yeah. what you had last week. So clearly, I mean, it, you would have it again. But it was a you game know, time decision. It, it well, I mean, I didn't give you a whole lot of heads up this week. So <laughs> this week, I'm going to our friends at Founders. This is another one that Dave and I got uh, at the uh, the Celebrate a couple weekends ago. And this is part of their mothership series. So the mothership series, they bring back some of their older, uh, like popular beers. Um, usually there's something that's diff- slightly different about them, but it's kind of like an ode to the original. And this week I have the barrel aged Marvel roast. And if you remember the Marvel roast, it was a beer that they released in 2020, like right at May of 2020. So like right in the thick of the pandemic. Uh, they had this beer come out, and it was one of the be- it was one of the better things to come out of the pandemic. And and really, it was it it was super popular, but it was a limited release. And it's a golden ale brewed with coffee, vanilla, cacao nibs. Cacao. Uh, but they also add milk sugar um, during the brewing process, so it makes it nice and smooth and sweet. The original Mar- Marvel Rose was eight percent alcohol by val- by volume, uh, and it was kind of to. Uh, it was a rem- like a, a reminiscent of uh, like a like a, a good like iced coffee drink or something like that is kind of what they were going for with this, and so the barrel aged Marvel Rose kind of takes it a step further. It says if you're holding, uh, you are holding your hand, and you are holding in your hand an ultra limited brew team favorite beer only found at our tap room locations. Whether it's an old standby we brought out of the retirement or an experimental new style, it's sure to go quickly. Brewed for a, a chosen few, 
and you're lucky enough to be one of them. So that's just kind of like talking about their mothership series. But what they did with this one yeah. is they took their the old Marvel Rolls recipe, they aged it in bourbon barrels, and they brought it back. This particular one is 11.1% alcohol by volume. And again, it's only available, so you, you buy in bottles, or they have it on tap there because we, we, we drank it while we were there. Um, but it's only available at their tap rooms, hmm. uh, and it's the barrel-aged Marvel Rolls from, from Founders. We've had Founders so many times on the show, I'm not going <laughs> to read them. But I'm gonna drink this. It's an amazing beer. I've already, I've already had some. I had it, the, you know, a couple weekends ago. But here we go. It's delicious. First off, like again, just like the 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 original Marvel roast, you really, you really can smell the milk sugar before you drink it. Just putting your nose up to it, it just huh. smells sweet. You get the milk sugar, uh, the the cacao nibs, the vanilla, the coffee. You you get all those aromas uh, even before tasting it. It's good. And it comes through uh, uh, on the palate as well. I mean, just again, you're getting all those original flavors, a little bit, maybe a little more oomph compared to the original Marvel roast. Uh, they took a, what was a phenomenal beer, made it just that much better. I rated the Marvel, the original Marvel roast a five, so I have to rate this one a five. <laughs> it's better. Um, really good though. Uh, well balanced. Um, you don't get the booziness, um, but damn, it's a good beer. So, uh, Another win, and unfortunately, if you want this one, you have to go to one of the tap rooms, either in Detroit or Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, but if you're in either of those areas and you can hop in, like I got this in a six-pack uh, in their coolers there that I was able to bring home with me, and uh, it's worth it's worth uh, stopping into one of their tap rooms if you're into these kind of beers and uh, you're looking for something really good. Well, it's nice that they bottled it. If it was only a tap room thing, you didn't have to get the crowlers. At least that way, it'll last a little bit longer. You can spread it out a bit. So, yeah, and and I do believe I've gotten some of their mothership stuff outside of their tap rooms, though. Yeah. So I'm almost wondering, like, if they will eventually um, release this. I don't know how their mothership stuff. I don't know how widely they <laughs> distribute it. Yeah, but like I want to say, I've gotten some of the mothership stuff outside of their tap rooms before. So again, hmm. it's possible you can. I haven't done a search on Untapped or anything to see if maybe it's available elsewhere. It's a, it's really new too. So my my gut instinct is you have to go to the tap rooms right now. But perhaps at some point you'll be able to get out of the store. Huh. Sounds good. Yeah, that's one of the things we were talking about, you know, as we, we talked about a bit last week with you coming here. So Melissa's excited to get up there at some point to try to figure out when that is, and that's definitely on her list. I don't know that we can handle doing all the uh, C-suite of uh, of beers, the, the Tier 3 or the Tier C or whatever it was, uh, <laughs> like you guys did, but we'll, we'll definitely get over there, and, and um, she, loves, she loves all that stuff. So, cool. Well, this week... Yeah, it'd be fun. I'm going to go back to uh, uh, some friends of the show from from back at the beginning pretty much and i I think it was one of the earlier episodes that i had something from these guys and it's a three notch brewing company out of charlottesville virginia and this week i've got their biggie s'mores imperial stout and the website doesn't have a whole lot of information on it uh but it's just nice uh make sure see if i can you can see oh there we go so it's nice dark as you would expect it's an imperial stout uh, 8% alcohol by volume, 40 IBUs, and it pours nice and nice and dark. It got a little bit of foam around the edges, which is good. 
it's funny. It's one of the things that I guess is, is we're, we're talking about the, the, uh, uh, anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I, s'mores are one of the things that I like, but I don't crave them. I don't eat them just for whatever reason, that combination, like, ah, I can eat it. Um, I love graham crackers by themselves, chocolate by themselves, marshmallows by themselves, but I've never been a really big s'mores fan, but right. this one I'm intrigued by, uh, three notched is one of those breweries that never lets me down. So hopefully, based on what it says here on the website, which isn't much, uh, an imperial milk stout with chocolate malts and graham crackers. So not not a whole lot of exciting as far as the write-up. Let me see if I smell any of that. I get the vanilla from the um, from the uh, marshmallow. I don't I don't I don't smell that chocolate. A little bit of graham cracker. You've got that that kind of like if you open up a fresh pack of graham crackers and you smell that. You get a bit of that in there too. But let's see what the taste is. That's solid. You definitely get the booziness from the Imperial. Uh, they have the rest of the flavors are pretty much mixed in there. I get a little bit of the graham cracker here on the finish. On the front, I get a bit of the bite from the Imperial. Uh, some of that chocolate is up there. I don't get as much of the marshmallow or vanilla that I would have thought um, based off of what it smelled like, but definitely a solid beer. I rated it a four. I could probably push it to four and a quarter. Um, and yeah, I would definitely buy more of these again. And it's 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 one that I don't see a whole lot. So I, I probably wish I would have gotten more of these, uh, but I'll take it at the, uh, I'll leave it at the four. Uh, the three-notched Biggie S'mores Imperial Stout out of Charlottesville, Virginia. Now, what's funny is, and, and I'm looking to see, I'm almost wondering if I bought one of these at Zatuna's because it looks super familiar, and I and and Biggie S'mores is funny to me. Yeah, uh, like I want to, I want to say I might actually have one in the fridge. Yeah, but while you were talking. I was looking at untapped on Zatuna's beer selection. They have a bunch of the chonk stuff from Drecker, so I might oh, there you get go. some of that too. Hmm. It sounds great though. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, they're what? they're um they've been one of my favorites, and I thought for sure that I had it before, but thankfully I uh, I had not. I, I I thought for sure and I had to double check it. And actually what's funny, one of the um the beers that I went through, I was scrolling through and I hit a three notch that I had before, which happened to be in an episode that you had the Southern tier nitro creme brulee. And I mm. almost brought that down. That's almost what I brought well, I'm down. I'm glad you did it. <laughs> well, I had to double check it. And then I, I went back and I, I saw that. Uh, yeah, I saw that uh, you had, that was had close. It. Yep. But well, then again, this does say, let's see here. Uh, it does say that this this isn't anywhere near me. Maybe I just saw it somewhere else then. Huh. I don't know. Because I, I don't think that... I mean, Three Nash is a Virginia beer, right? Yeah. So, uh, who knows? <laughs> like, I, it looks super familiar, though. Yeah. I don't know. Like, even the can looks familiar. Yeah. I have to check. Well, it's funny. I, regardless. I, I seem to recall having it or you you had it maybe in your refrigerator or that you've had it before at some point. And that's why I had to double check to make sure that I that I didn't have it on an episode before because I same kind of thing. I just it just seemed like it was something that might have fit in there. Um oh well. 
Anyhow, thankfully, neither of us have had it, but hopefully you'll be able to get it up there. Deja vu. <laughs> it is. Ready for Not some crazy news? Club. There's a strip club called Deja Vu in, in Detroit. Is there? There is. I've never been there. <laughs> You've heard about it. I've heard about it. I think I read about it. Yeah. A guy I know was there. No, I, I anyway. Um, yeah, crazy news. Let's do it. Who's <laughs> our fourth story taking us? Our first story is taking us to Walmart somewhere in the United States. Oh, I think it's is a mission. It's it's got to be. It's um, where the fuck is this? Florida, <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> uh, Florida man was uh, was arrested because he was wearing a Batman mask after after uh, stealing from Walmart. Police arrest po- police police arrested a man after he allegedly stole two hundred eighty eight dollars and eighty six cents in merchandise from Walmart in Sebastian, Florida. The incident occurred Saturday, February fourth, at approximately one forty five p.m. So if you were at the Sebastian, Florida Walmart at 145, maybe you witnessed this firsthand. But a Walmart employee told law enforcement the suspect fled the store without paying. The man was last seen driving a red Mustang, staying and wearing a Batman mask. As police were nearby, they stopped the vehicle at the intersection of US-1 and Jackson Street. According to the affidavit, the suspect was identified as Jonah Goodfellow, 18, of Sebastian. (laughs) <laughs> Jonah uttered that he stole the merchandise from Walmart. The officer said, I am Batman. I stole the merchandise from Walmart. <laughs> Good fellow uh, who told the police he works as a tax return preparer admitted to being responsible for the theft at the store. Apparently, HR Block isn't paying him enough. The affidavit said he was charged with retail theft and transported to the Indian River County Jail where his bond was set at $500, which is apparently not enough money, saying he had to steal $288 worth of merchandise <laughs> from Walmart. So um, maybe he was using it so he could sell it, so that way he could cover his his eventual bail and hopefully break even. He just didn't steal enough. It's estimated that Walmart loses as much as $3 billion yearly, yearly, Due to shoplifting, wow. Walmart CEO Doug McMillan recently told CNBC that theft is higher than it has historically been higher. and feared customers could be negatively affected as prices could rise and uh, stores could shut. That's weird. That's a lot of money. Not, Three bill- but I guess I got so many stores and all that merchandise. Although I guess to have that, I don't Alexa, how many stores does Walmart have? I mean, they're the, they're the largest. Walmart has 10,586 stores worldwide. That's a fuck ton of stores. So, I mean, when you look at it from that perspective, $3 billion, yeah. like, that's a lot. But also, like, Alexa, what was Walmart's net profits? Walmart in Incorporated is an American multinational retail corporation that operates a chain of hypermarkets discount department stores, and grocery stores in the United States, headquartered in Bentonville, Arkansas. Uh-huh. The company was founded by Sam Walton and James Bud Walton in nearby Rogers, Perfect. Arkansas in 1962 and incorporated under Delaware General Corporation law on October 31st, wow. 1969. Did you get all that? Did you write it down? 
So their revenue in 2022 was $573 billion. So Hmm. yeah, $3 billion sucks, but it makes up, you know, less than 1% of their revenue. So that's crazy. So throwing that number out there. Everything's relative, Robert. Somebody stole $3 billion from me. It would sting a lot more than $3 million, $3 billion from Walmart. Yeah. But yeah, I guess, and they're they're very specific about the $288.86 that he stole rather than, you know, $300 or whatever they, whatever they wanted to say. So, oh, well, I like when people are specific about things though. What I need to know is that, that, is that the pre-tax or the after-tax amount? (laughs) What was the thing that you had last week? There was some phrase that you, you mentioned, I can't remember what it was. It was something like that that you wanted you wanted to know. You're like, oh well, what's that? So wasn't like loaned. I think I made some like sort of accounting reference to cost of goods sold. That's what it was. <laughs> I was cracking up. It's like I I should write all this stuff I like, down. I, I like to educate the listeners. I didn't yeah. ma- I I didn't major in yeah. accounting. Yeah, because I would hate my life if I were an accountant. But uh, you know, I know enough to be dangerous. It's all that matters. Yeah, too funny. We're going to go to our friends at at the New York Post, and and this is involving something that you can get at Walmart. And I I sent you a video of this uh, yesterday, I guess it was. Then you you had already seen it, so it's it's good that we we talk about it today. But it's something that I had no idea about, and I I did know. Wait, you don't know about the villages? No, I I didn't know about that. Uh I I knew about. It's got a reputation, Robert. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, I'm getting old. I'm getting up there at a, at a certain age, so I might have to find new places to live. And this this could be one of them. There, depending on what this story tells us. I know we've talked about the villages, Florida, before on the podcast. Like, I feel like that's been a thing. Yeah, maybe. I was. I don't know. It's where the old retired community goes <laughs> in Florida to get freaky deaky with each other. Uh, I'll, to, I'll search. I'll search the website and see if it shows up. But we probably have. It, it all makes sense. I'm sure it was a different story. I'm just not tying it together because this is the first time that I'm seeing it with the loofahs. It's got, yeah. The, now, the loofah thing, I, I've known about like the upside down pineapples. Yeah. Uh, that's a thing. But the the loofahs in the villages, Florida, is new to me. Yeah. Too funny. Well, anyhow, those, this story tells us that swingers... Swap upside down pineapples for color coded loofahs, and and Melissa's even mentioned that that um, I guess you know Madeline's always uh, telling her about what the pineapples mean. So she says uh, she's ruined pineapples for me, so that it would be uh, something that we needed to watch out for whenever we buy pineapple at the grocery store or wherever. But whenever you buy the the pineapple, you got to make sure that you don't put it in the in the cart upside down. She's very cautious about that. Now that we know that we can't buy loofahs there, I don't know what we're gonna do. But the story tells us. <laughs> Yeah, loofah sponges may clean your body, but they're apparently a sexy sign that people are getting down and dirty. Residents from the Florida retirement complex, The Villages, which the Post reported on in 2009 as being a wild retiree's getaway, have been caught on video displaying loofahs on their cars, allegedly to distinguish their swinging sexual styles. And they have a whole chart, which I didn't know about either, but anyhow, let's see if it talks about it. TikToker it, it does. Tora Hearman <laughs> posted the 28-second clip with the viral Dusky song, Oh No, 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 I hate showcasing, yeah, I, I don't even try to want to sing it, 
showcasing residents of the village's community purchasing the multicolored shower scrubbers to hang on the roofs of their cars and golf carts with the caption, they're everywhere. The villages is rocking out with their loofahs out. One commenter quipped. <laughs> I'm going to have to show this to her. My grandmother lives in Florida, and one time she seriously said, I think I'm going to move to the villages. That's how to have fun, and we all died. Uh, oh, no, they know how to fun. They know. Jesus Christ. My grandmother lives. Robert, edit this. My grandmother lives in Florida. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what you're getting at. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know where I'm going. I'm, run, I'm chasing my tail right now. One time she very seriously said, I think I'm going to move to the villages. They know how to have fun. And we all died. One scared grandchild wrote. And then there's pictures from the TikTok with all these cars that have loofahs all over them in different colors. Another joke. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised that there are so many actual cars. It, from what I understand, a lot yeah. of them will park their car and they all have golf carts. Yeah. So I'm wondering, I'm assuming they also put the loofahs in the golf carts. <laughs> Probably. Another commenter questioned that as, if it was new <laughs> upside down pineapple playing off the notion that this fruit is a sign for others that you're into swinging. A Reddit thread from three years ago posted a helpful guide called Lufa Code as to what each color. Oh, there's, there's, there's the chart as to what each yeah, color Lufa represents. We're in a lot today. I'm going to have to go up in the bathroom and see what color, it. see what color my Lufa is to see if I'm, <laughs> see what my, uh, what that says about me. A Reddit thread. I mean, as long post- as it's not on your car, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I might. Maybe I can start something up here. Maybe when I pick you up from the airport, I'll have a lupa. A Reddit thread from. I shouldn't have told you that because now I can't do it. The Reddit thread from three years ago posted a helpful guide called the Lufa Code as to what each color Lufa represents. Lufas come in seven different colors, each with a different swinger meaning. White is for beginners, and black is for those who want it all at complex or want it want it all at the complex the writing's very strange other colors including teal are apparently reserved for those who identify as bisexual purple is for those who just like to watch however (laughs) not everyone agrees on the meaning behind the decorative ornaments one redditor who claims to have worked at the villages for three years suggests that the loofahs simply help residents find their own vehicles since all the retirees drive the similar cars. Reason for the loofahs is simple. It's so they can find their car. All the retirees drive similar cars. An old granny can't go around the whole parking lot looking for hers. So the loofah is an easy way for them to spot it from a distance. Trust me. All the people I've met are definitely not swingers. And most can barely stand without assistance. <laughs> the village is <laughs> often declined to comment on the rumors, but the reports have circulated in local and national media for years. 2009, the post reported on the villages calling the community ground zero for geriatrics who are seriously getting it on. At the time, the Viagra was apparently a hot item among men looking for some fun in the bustling retirement community. Villages community began growing in the mid 1900s or 1990s. Jesus, the people aren't that old. And at the same time, the Sunshine State saw a rise in STD cases among the over 55 population. It seemed that we, we've covered something like that. Between 1995 and 2005, reported cases of gonorrhea climbed from 152 to 245. 
Syphilis cases rose from 17 to 33, and chlamydia skyrocketed from 52 to 115. Rumors of high STD oh, rates in the villages persist. A Facebook group called The Villages Word of Mouth is filled with stories from the infamous retirement community. My doctor in Ohio, even when he asked where we spend time in Florida, stated, oh, the villages, the highest STD rate in the country. While no other reported number of STD cases specifically from the villages, the three Florida counties containing the villages actually have lower STD rates than other Florida counties. Wow. There's a lot going on there. So I can see that, that maybe that somebody saw that and decided to make it up. You know what I mean? But there's an official guide. (laughs) There wouldn't be an official guide on the internet if it didn't happen. And and I feel like we should review this, and I will, because I know like there's things that I'll say that you won't. Um, it, it, I mean, it looks very official. Says the villages, Florida's friendliest hometown welcome guide to the Lufa Code. So it starts with White. White's fairly innocent. It's novices and beginners. Like first time to the villages, maybe you put the white up, let people know you might be into some stuff. Uh, you know, outside of. Just laying with your your significant other, um, then you can move to purple. Now, purple is is like a voyeur, like people who like to watch. So, if you just like to watch other people do things, although I don't know if I ever want to watch a couple ninety year olds banging. Uh, then you go to pink. It's a soft swap. People who like to do it with others in the room. Now, I guess that my guess would, my my question would be with the soft. So, you like to. You like to just do it with others in the room. How is that a swap, though? Are they just like reaching over every once in a while? Just give them a little jiggle, the, <laughs> a little tap the on the shoulders. Yeah, a little something, little, little the the nuts. Just giving them a little something. Then there's blue, lowest <laughs> level of full swap. Those who can play well with others. Okay, so like, I don't get that, but okay. Yellow is mid level swap for those who yeah. want to have fun but are still nervous. It's like the yellow black, stoplight. You got to go, you know, yeah. just take it easy a little bit. Black is all bets are off, right? Full swap. Those who say the hell with it, uh, the, the hell let it all go down. And uh, then there's teal. Those are for the bisexes, the bisexuals, those who want to increase their dating chances because you're doubling yeah. the size of the pool when you're bisexual. Sexual. <laughs> and it says here... <laughs> If you find yourself in the villages, you will no doubt see loofahs attached to cars. This is a uh, a friendly guide, so you don't make the same mistake I did. I, d- I would like to know what that mistake is. Uh-oh. Thought somebody had a teal loofah and it was accident and it was actually <laughs> blue. Whoopsies. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you wanted that there. I see now mine doesn't fit in there. I have I think mine's a we just changed it. I think it's a dark gray and it doesn't fit into any of those. Kelly's is a gray too. So I it is so so my guess is it's between a white and a black. That makes sense, right? But the problem is is white is and black, they're on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe they're, they're kind of in the middle. Yeah. But if you're in the middle, you would go for like a yellow then. Yeah. Now, see, my other one was closer to that pink. It was a like a dark. Oh, it was more of a magenta. So I only, that really doesn't count as pink. It it had a slightly different uh, tone to it. So I guess well, that you, means you I'm, just like uh, you just like company. I'm a <laughs> I'm a soft swap. 
Yeah, I like the tap on the shoulder, I think. <laughs> I wanna, what's a soft? Hold on. Let me Google. A, what, soft a soft swap? TGB 205 soft swap? <laughs> there were a okay, lot of show okay. titles in this one. Lufa code was, was one idea, but. I like that. Here's what soft swap means in the swinger lifestyle and how it diff- differs from a full swap. Let's see here. Uh, some of the terms people say the wife swapping. Uh, a soft swap indicates a partner trade that doesn't involve penetration. Oh, boy. Oh. So you're just, you know, you guys are di- fiddling each other's bits, but you're <laughs> not it. sticking it in. A full swap, on the other hand, indicates a hookup. It does involve penetration. Right. I'm going to have to do more reading. Now imagine that, and everybody's 90. <laughs> I'm going to have to look, look more on Reddit to see if there's any any other information that I can find. Oh, I guarantee there's some shit on what Reddit about this. There's no doubt in my mind that Reddit has a lot of information about swapping. Uh, so is it the villages? Oh, yeah, it is. Now, that's the movie, M. Night Shyamalan, isn't it? The the villages? Yeah, I think it is. The village, that's what it is. Oh, oh, close, close. It's a good movie, by the way. Swap. Microsoft, Microsoft swap. Oh no. no! Oh wait, here we go. Indian soft swap. Houston soft swap. Soft swap me. Soft swap lifestyle. I just did Lufa code Reddit, and I found a lot of different things. Oh, I'm sure. I feel a, like a dirty cheat with that song. <laughs> okay. I'm just. Uh, that's not me. I'm just. I'm. I'm. Uh, anyway. What's what's uh, next? Oh wait, I I read I read the next yeah. You're story. the next one. I already did the 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 villages soft swap lufa code. Speaking of speaking of being naked, this guy in Des Moines terrorized people naked while swinging a toilet plunger and pulling fire alarms. <laughs> naked and armed with a toilet plunger. That's how police say a Vegas man terrorized a guest at a downtown downtown Des Moines hotel last week if you live in vegas why are you ever going to iowa (laughs) please say trevin 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 hill on january 28th approached a victim in the 18th floor stairwell at the des moines marriott downtown with a toilet plunger according to court documents he yelled i'm going to expletive get you (laughs) with a plunger (laughs) i'm gonna hit you with a wet plunger well, what I, I I'm assuming it's, it's it's fucking get you. I'm going to bitch face get you as he continued to chase the victim with the toilet plunger in his hands. If you give me an opportunity to make up my own expletive, I'm going to absolutely put something uh, wild in there. He'll also ran around naked on the 22nd floor of the Marriott and destroyed the sprinkler system, according to the court documents. You need he to replace plunger with multiple- loofah. That he he would have had a good time instead of getting arrested. Then Robert, he was seen by multiple That's people true. pulling fire alarms. Well, you never the hotel. know. Uh, Hill, Trevin Hill. Uh, how it doesn't say how old he is. That's weird. Five. It looks like a kind of. A, I don't know. Uh, Hill continued running around on multiple floors, swing, swinging the toilet plunger at guests until he was de- restrained by Des Moines firefighters. 
Absolutely. Hill is charged with assault while displaying a dangerous weapon. His penis. First degree criminal mischief and disorderly conduct. Huh. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, that's another story. <laughs> yeah, you can't Video keep girl going. Gets head stuck in cake pan. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny. I do like cake. I'm sure they got. I'm sure they got her head out, right? Uh, good question. Some cake I mean, now. Quinley is fine, and Aaron thanked the firefighters for doing their job. Okay, so the two-year-old <laughs> who got her head stuck in a cake pan—they did <laughs> originally use tin snips to cut the pan in two places and remove it from her head. So yeah, well, yeah, that that picture—it's it's easily something that you could get. When you said cake pan, we have we have those. Sheet cake pans. What are they? Eight, eight by twelve or whatever yeah. it is. I think. How do you? Get, how do you get? Your, <laughs> how do you get your head stuck in one of those? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those like uh, like bunt cake pans, yeah. right? Where there's like two pieces, like and one of the pieces is a ring, and then it goes in the other piece. I think that's uh, probably what we were looking at here. Uh, 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 and uh, the the man holding her, I'm assuming, is her father. Is <laughs> is not happy with, <laughs> no. with the situation. No. <laughs> oh man, too funny. Well, I'm glad that was a uh, bonus story. That wasn't originally in the in the original uh lineup, the uh two year old with the cake pan stuck around her head. That was that yeah. was that was extra that no was extra special charge. special something extra for listening to the two bobs. You're welcome. Lewistown, Pennsylvania. Go figure. Why has there been so many stories about chicken lately, Robert? <laughs> I don't know. No the wings are pretty good though. I I really have a uh, a hankering for some wings after last week. Wings do taste good. Fortunately, they they're all good. gone. Well, you, they you taste know, good. They sound good because they taste good. A start charge for a woman in a poultry pummel. Cops, Minnesota, and 36 hit bow in head with a whole chicken. Oh. A, a Minnesota woman was jailed yesterday for domestic assault after allegedly clobbering her boyfriend in the head with a whole chicken. According to cops who reported the victim still had some chicken residue in his hair. And they responded to his 911 call for assistance. See, that's how she could have gotten us. We wouldn't have had any residue in our hair, Rob. TTB 205, chicken residue. <laughs> oh, man. That's not a bad uh, Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. The victim told cops he was driving home last night to the Eagle Lake residence. He shares with Natalie Broomer, 36. When he was attacked because he had a loofah attached to his car that was not yellow. Man who it was had, teal. And she was like, what the fuck, dude? The man who had been at a bar Ain't with no man of mine going to be dangling penises. <laughs> Just flick it. Go ahead. Sorry. Said he was hitting him and spitting oh, his boy. face as they were en route home. So they been at the bar. Said she was hitting him. So she was with him at the bar. Maybe. Oh, maybe. I have an idea. Maybe we'll see if it happened. Upon arriving at their residence, the man alleged Bremer hit him with a whole chicken in the back of his head. <laughs> According to a probable cause statement, victim still had some chicken residue in his hair. So I want to ask a question because they so drove that. home together. And then upon getting home, she hit him with the chicken. Did she go inside and get the chicken? Did they go to the grocery store? Where did the chicken come from? And why did it cross the road? Right. Did it have to cross the road in order to get over to her so that she could pick it up and hit him? Upon arri- Okay, so I did that part. 
When the cops sought to place Brummer under arrest, she struggled with them and began pulling her hands away from the officers, requiring multiple attempts to get her handcuffed. She didn't didn't have that kind of loofah. While being escorted from the home, (laughs) Brummer reportedly continued to yell, attempted to pull her arms away from officers, and she kicked her legs around. Charged with the mech assault and obstructing police, both misdemeanors, Brummer seen above, was booked into the Blue Earth County Jail. Brummer was arrested in December of 2021 for assaulting the same man identified as the victim in yesterday's incident. Maybe that was the chicken residue that was there. Maybe it's still been there since December. And that was the old chicken residue, not the new chicken residue. <laughs> I mean, you know, I would hope they'd shower, right? <laughs> Couple had been together for and more than ch- ten years. The chicken residue would leave their person. Right? Were they able to to uh, identify the age of the chicken residue? Court records do not indicate whether the chicken allegedly wielded by Bremer was cooked or raw. Need to do DNA testing. Right. There's got to be a way they can tell the age of the chicken at the time of the assault, or whether the victim was injured by the poultry strike. What's the half life on chicken <laughs> residue? <laughs> It's been a while since I've uh, I've taken chemistry. But. Yeah, Alexa, how long does chicken residue last? From backyardchickens.com, residue lasts around thirty days, so I do it every oh, month or okay. so. If you're ever looking for cooking inspiration, oh. Oh. just ask me to find recipes. What do they do every month? <laughs> Alexa, can you repeat? They residue. Sorry, there is nothing to repeat. Oh, thank you. Fuck you, he said. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that was good. Oh, well, there's another story. Yeah, the final story of the day, Rob. Oh, man. Don't go into our friends naturally at Daily News reported where a man was locked up after throwing beer bottle at bartender who changed Led Zeppelin to Nickelback on the jukebox. Haven't we read this story? <laughs> well, let's see. I'm going to let you self-discover where we read this story before. It's fine. Continue. Back full of drugs. Oh, yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. This See, I don't review the the lineups ahead of time because I would have been like, yeah, Robert, we've definitely done this before. (laughs) Well, let's see. Well, pick another one. All right, here we go. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) This last story, in case Robert cuts out the... In case Robert cuts out the one with the popcorn in the vagina, (laughs) takes us to Daily News Reporter, where a husband drags his home... (laughs) Oh, boy. He probably could drag his home based on the pictures. But this is the spirit. This is coming out right before Valentine's Day, yeah. Rob. So you really got to set this one up. Yeah. Well, a husband drags his wife home from all you can eat buffet so she can clean the house. <laughs> We're going to Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, are you surprised looking at the picture? No. <laughs> That's a cheese hat if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Ralph Gruber was tired of having to do all of the household chores while his Hans wife, Gruber. Carla, 
was out at the local buffet stuffing her face like she would do every Sunday. The night before, they had a fifth birthday party for their youngest child, and there was plenty of cleanup to be done. Ralph cleaned the entire house while Carla was eating. He did everything but the dishes. He was going to leave them for his wife to do. Eight hours had passed since Carla had left for the buffet. (laughs) That was pretty... It's like you and Dave going to Founders. That was plenty of time to eat, Ralph thought. So instead of spinning his wheels waiting for his wife to come home, he took matters into his own hands. He decided to bring her home himself. When he arrived at the restaurant, Carla was just starting dessert, and that wasn't <laughs> actually she was just starting desert, according to the article, right. and wasn't in the mood to hear to hear about any dishes. As she pled for more time to get her money's worth, Ralph started to devise a plan to extract her away from the table. Oh no. You ever have to extract your spouse? <laughs> that's when you start questioning your marriage and if you're right for each other. Carla is a lot bigger than Ralph, and there was no way, God, I would hope, uh, <laughs> he, there was no way he was going to get her to leave without some help. It was then he got an idea. His idea was to go out for a smoke, Uh-oh. but while out there, he grabbed a length of rope from the back of his truck and securely tied it on. <laughs> to, on a hook before returning to the dining area with the other end of the rope <laughs> hidden out of sight. <laughs> Read more. He the tied, end. He tried, he tied the rope to her electric scooter <laughs> and told her that he gives up and will see her at home later. <laughs> Content. She was alone again. Carla went back to enjoying her soft serve. It was at this moment that Ralph fired up his truck and began to drag his wife home. Unable to do anything but hang on for a ride, Carla yelled and screamed the whole way home. At home, Ralph untied her and said he was going out for a bite to eat while she does the dishes and not wait up for him. The end. Finally. I like the photos because there is literally, there's a a very (laughs) large woman uh, on a scooter tied to the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> now that's you know, that's that's not the funny part. The funny part is the picture on the top, which I would laugh about it with anybody. Where he's trying to go up, looks like he's going up the like a, a small embankment, like an embankment, the, yeah, onto the snow. His chair is going to flip. It's very top heavy. <laughs> I would question to think that maybe Carla is past the recommended. <laughs> Uh, weight capacity for the scooter that she's on. <laughs> That's no. Oh man. Well, at least he got his his uh his house cleaned. Although he did it himself before the party. So. Oh well. Speaking of that, so uh, today it was Uh-oh. finally warm and it warm enough. Yeah. Uh, and and it was sunny, so the snow, most of the snow melted off of the grass. So I, I spent a good amount of time out there. Yeah. Picking up Cutting? 500 piles of dog shit out of my backyard. <laughs> because, well, I was going to say it's that. Been, it's been several weeks. I normally will do it every Sunday. It's kind of my Sunday thing. Yeah. I cut in the house. I always make sure I empty all the trashes around the house. Yeah. Like out of the bathrooms and stuff like that. And then my office and the bedrooms uh, downstairs. And then I go outside and I pick up the dog poop. Yeah. Well, I haven't been able to do that because of all the snow we've been getting on the weekend. 
yeah so it's been a, it's been a while and it's it's uh yeah there was a there was a lot of shit out there today <laughs> i got well, through it i literally i i took a, a kitchen trash bag oh no yeah you know those like big 10 gallon like paint <laughs> buckets that you would get at home depot or lowe's i grabbed one of those i lined it with the kitchen trash bag and i used a oh, uh so uh, nasty a bungee cord along the edge <laughs> and i went out there and i just scooped it like it was there was a there was a lot of shit out there <laughs> well i was, I was wondering do it though i was like man i it's been bugging me i don't yeah. like to i do it every week it's During hard summer sometimes i'll do it two or three times in the you week gotta keep I up with it like a, yeah i don't like a lot out there and uh yeah this was probably the worst it's been in a while <laughs> well especially with the kids running around out there because i remember laughing kelly sent that picture a week or two ago and the boys were out there running i even commented i said just imagine how much shit they're running over with all that snow and then nobody responded i was like oh maybe well there was well because i was like yeah you're right there's probably a ton of shit <laughs> under it luckily there's a buffer of snow in between right. them and the shit <laughs> but but still i was like I, I got home from work today i looked outside i'm like oh man the snow is gone i gotta fucking get that shit picked up uh, no pun intended and that's the worst because it's well i guess if it's still cold it's still somewhat frozen so it scoops easy but it sticks in the grass, and then you're pulling up half of the grass with it. Yeah, it was a. I mean, it it wasn't because we got up to like fifty something today, oh, so it wasn't. Let's thaw. It it wasn't exactly frozen. Uh, <laughs> I've been there. I got man. it up. I got it up. You know, I got the little rake thing and the little yeah. thing and rake it oh, into man. the thing and then into the paint bucket. It was fine. I fi- I figured you'd walk around with the the plastic bag and just kind of throw it over your shoulder (laughs) (laughs) yeah like i'm one of the i'm a fucking dwarf that's why that's exactly what's happening hi ho through through a bag of poop over your shoulder and head to the garage picking up shit i go (laughs) believe me i've i've done that many times many times and i've used i've used the bucket method as well well, that, that's yeah I mean, you know when it gets to it like normally i would just take like like uh like a kroger bag or something yeah. like that and just use that i'm like there's gonna be too much a kroger bag a kroger bag won't be able to handle this amount of poop back there yeah I something that i need something that uh and it was windy too so you get the bag and then it's windy and the yep. bag's blowing around <laughs> and you're trying to dump the shit into the bag i'm just like i need something more substantial well, yeah, then you, you get something in there, and then you think, okay, well, at least it's got some weight to it, but then the weight goes to it, and then it doesn't make it any better. Now, that's no, the one thing true. about cats, man. I, I I I love having dogs, and I love having a yard, and I love all that stuff, but yeah. then at the end of the day, like that's the that's the toughest part of it. Just, it's just not that fun. At least with the cats, you do, it, you do it once, and then it's done. You do it once a day, which is fine, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah it doesn't have a chance to sneak up on you where you're like, oh, man, I got to get out there. And you just you just pace. You just do you do your little walk going back and forth, zigzag zigzagging across the yard looking for a spot. I just need to teach Finnegan to go in a box. <laughs> Good. They have them where you can teach him how to go actually in the toilet. I mean you'd have to flush it behind him, but <laughs> he can figure it out. He's a good boy. He is a very good He's still there. <laughs> Yeah, he's sleeping on the floor right now. Oh, good. Well, hey, shit. Man, you good boy? You good boy, Fed? Like he's 
Finnegan's all out of fucks for tonight. He's, uh, he's, he's just sleeping, and he's he's not he's not moving from that spot. <laughs> Too funny. All right, man. Well, shit. That's episode two. What two hundred five? I think I said at the beginning. Something like and, that. Uh, if you, if you went through this, we we were all over the place tonight. But that's just kind of how it goes. Probably. Some weeks, that's so. what we do. That's how we roll. And good. if you don't like it, then uh, you know we'll try again next week. <laughs> yeah, next week. Yeah, we'll talk about next week. Next week, I can do Fine. any anytime up to Wednesday. Wednesday's kind of the call, last call. Gotcha. We'll so, make it work. We're going to do five weeks in a row. We got to do nuts. it. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. The preceding show was brought to you with joy by the two Bobs. All words are their own and not of their respective employers. Music provided by Jewel Beat. To subscribe to the podcast, contact the two Bobs, or for more information, please visit thetwobobs.com. 